We're in John chapter 18, verse 28. We're still in chapter 18. It says, Jesus' trial before Caiaphas ended in the early hours of the morning. Then he was taken to the headquarters of the Roman governor. His accusers didn't go in, in themselves because it would defile them and they wouldn't be allowed to participate, to celebrate the Passover feast. Can we just stop here? These murderers and liars didn't want to go in because to be around a pagan, they wouldn't be able to take part in the religious. They, they couldn't go to church tomorrow if they did this 24 hours out. On Passover Eve, they had religious rules. First of all, the trial was illegal the way they did it at night, totally illegal. But they had gotten to a point where they hate so much. So there they are in verse 29. So Pilate, the governor, went out to them and asked, what is your charge against this man? We wouldn't have handed him over to you if he weren't a criminal, they, they retorted. Then take him away and judge him by your own laws, Pilate told them. Only the Romans are permitted to execute someone, the Jewish leaders replied. You can get so fixated that you miss everything. Now, in a flash, Jesus could have called in the 200 million angels and started planet Earth over again. But he knew why he came. But we are in a time right now where hate is so out of control, especially in teenagers. We're in a time right now. This is why first priority is so important. We're in a time right now where teenage suicide is at an all-time high. Hate is huge out there. It's frightening out there. Yeah, the rules of their hatred? Well, 1 John 2.9, if anyone says I am living in the light but hates a, a, a Christian brother or sister, that person is still in darkness. That person is still in darkness. 11 says, anyone who hates a Christian brother or sister, yeah, living and walking in darkness, in darkness. Number one on your outline, everyone is ruled by something. A man ruled by hatred is totally out of control. And get ready for this next election. It's going to crank. It's, so, yeah, it's so, I, so sad. It's so sad. And, but I've got 5,000 people on Facebook. I didn't even want to go on Facebook. Sheriff House made me go on Facebook. And they're either absolute wacko religious right uh, or little moms looking for help. And, and it's like, I cannot believe you just said that. I can't believe you just said that. And I know where you go to church, really? I can't believe you just said that. Hatred. We so need to be different. I mean, there he has been beaten, hanging on the cross. And what does he say? Father, forgive them. They don't know what they're doing. We have to be so different. Yeah. John 18, 32. This fulfilled Jesus' prediction about the way he would die. Then Pilate went back inside and called for Jesus to be brought to him. Are you the king of the Jews, he asked. Jesus replied, is this your own question or did others tell you about me? He's going to go on to say yes. Luke twenty two thirty seven. For the time has come for this prophecy about me to be fulfilled. He was counted among those who were rebels. Yes, everything written about me by the prophets will come true. John 13, 31, the time has come for me. John 17, 1, uh, the time has come. And he's saying this to his disciples. How do his disciples not hear it? it? It's so amazing. How do we not hear this? How does disciples not be there like we talked about last week and stand there and listening? Yeah. 
Mark 14, 41, when he returned to them the third time, he's in the garden, still sleeping, still resting enough. The time has come. I, the Son of Man, am betrayed into the hands of sinners. I guess the biggest issue for me, driving uh, when I was the interim at a church in Boca, driving, and there was a huge accident. Uh, and when I got past it, there was a lady, all dressed up, obvious for church, screaming at the other driver, obscenities. And I was going to pull over, and I thought, I'm, I'm good here, I'm heading on to church. I get there, she's in the choir. And I'm looking like, we're kidding, right? She's in the choir. It's, it's what is this thing called church? And church doesn't count. We're required to smile in church. What counts is when we're out there. Do they see that we're different? Finally, finally, finally. I, I didn't take Rosemary with me uh, to this church in Miami. And for about six months, once a week, we go out to a restaurant called the Village Tavern out west where we are. Amazing food. And uh, Rosemary always asks for this one individual waitress. And um, we're very generous to her. And Rosemary keeps inviting her to church and inviting her to church and inviting her to church. Six months. Finally, she called Rosemary last Thursday and said, my daughter and I are ready to go to church with you, um, and, and can we go? And so they met, and they went out to where Roby is, West Pines, and Roby sees, we'd already told Roby about it, and Roby sees her and comes over and says, let me, sh- let me show you guys where, the, where your, and their daughter's 12, where your daughter is, where your daughter can go when she wants. She, doesn't, she can come to church and do whatever she wants, but if you come to the fourth service, that's when all the youth meet also. So going over and... Um, walk in, and the youth pastor's wife, who's never over there, sweet little blonde, comes walking out and send, says to Trisha, where are you from? Um, from Chicago. And the youth pastor says, really, I'm from Chicago. Well, what's it? I, t- did you go to such and such a high school? And Trisha said, yeah. And Roby is standing there amazed and saying, you know, Angel Garcia's wife is never here. She's got something else to do. All him. He's got you. But what we have to do is we have to love the people around us and not love, well, I don't really like you, so I'm not loving you. No, you're never going to like all the people around you. The call is to love the people. I'm, I'm amazed that Jesus put up with the disciples. God himself hanging with the disciples. Yeah, all this, yeah, number two on your outline, everything fits. Even the bitter hatred of others toward you cannot change the plans of God unless you catch their disease. When the Sun Sentinel wrote an article about what Sheridan House was going to do on this 60 acres, and they wrote an article saying that we were going to be a lockdown penal institution for convicted felons. And so the million-dollar homes behind us went wacko. And we had, went before the Davie Town Council, and, uh, and people were allowed to get up and make statements. And they, they didn't have a clue what we were going to do. So as, as this was taking place, I saw a 20-something who I watched grow up at Sheridan Hills, who lives in Davie, get up in front behind the podium, shaking, and her voice was shaking, and trying to say, I know what Sheridan House does. I know what my family supports Sheridan House. I thought, wow, with all that hatred... And then there's this little 20-something just standing there, terrified, with people screaming at her. We should expect this world to hate, but we should expect us to be such radically different people. Yeah, then Pilate went back inside and called Jesus and called Jesus to be brought to him. Are you the king of the Jews? He asked him. Is this your own question, or did others tell you about me? I am a Jew, 
Am I a Jew, Pilate? Your own people, their leading priest brought you here. Why? What have you done? <clears throat> then Jesus answered, I am not an earthly king. If I were, my followers would have fought when I was arrested by the Jewish leaders. But my kingdom is not of this world. Pilate replied, you are a kingdom. You say that I am a king, and you are right. Jesus said, I was born for that purpose, and I came to bring truth to the world. What is truth? I love, I love that. And all who love the truth recognize that what I say is true. What is truth? What is truth? Then he went out again to the people and told them, he is not guilty of anything. But I love the question, what is truth? Years and years and years ago, uh, D. D. James Kennedy came to debate the science department at FAU. I was teaching at FAU, and they came to debate the science department, and I was terrified for him. And I, he, Kennedy was one of the smartest people I've ever, ever known. He had no people skills because he was such a brain. And so he just starts talking about creation. I mean, he goes right for it. God, seven days, sixth, seventh day, he rested. And I thought, how cool is this? This is the truth. Don't skirt it. And there were people starting to cheer in the auditorium for him, and he totally irritated these professors. And then watching these professors really mess up by just getting nasty. Truth is truth is truth is truth. We don't need to overcomplicate the gospel. You know, you remember that um, church in Boca that interviewed me, and most of the elders were retired pastors, and they wanted to know whether I was premillennial, postmillennial, and I said, I don't have a clue. Are you, are, you, are, are you free will or are you predestination? And I said, both. Both are in the Bible. And what do you believe? Uh, well, let me just do this. I'm, uh, you know, I'm probably not your guy. Let me close in prayer here. But I'm, I'm going to tell you what I believe. These, Jesus loves me, this I know, for the Bible tells me so. And two of them are furious. Anthony's out of control laughing. And I said, let me pray, get up and walk out. And I said, Anthony, they're asking questions nobody really knows. There are people that act like they know, and when we get to heaven, it's going to be awesome because those who are free will sit on this side, those who are predestination sit on this side. I'm sitting in the aisle. I have no, all of it's there. Yeah, truth is truth is truth is truth, but I can't explain the magnitude and the depth of truth. Creator God spoke the world into existence. This creator God spoke the world, but then he looked at you and said, Bobby, when you pray, start with Father. Call me Father. I get to call creator Godfather. So there's angels in with Potter right now. Absolutely. What is truth? Pilate asked. Then he went out and said he's not guilty. Verse 39. But you have a custom of asking me to release someone from prison each year at Passover. So if you want me, I'll release the, this, the king of the Jews. But they shouted back, no, this, not this man, but Barnabas, a Barabbas, Barabbas was a known criminal and a murderer. Wow. Yeah, Matthew 27, 16. This year there was a notorious criminal in prison, a man named Barabbas. It says in Mark 15, 7, he was a murderer. And also in Luke 23, 19. That these religious leaders could be so out of control with hatred, they're going to call for Jesus' life. They're going to call for Jesus' life. But can I say this? In a second, he could have been out of there. But because I'm such a sinner, he stayed and died for me. 
And when he stayed and died for me, you know, you want to say, and when, when, you, when you died for me, when I accepted you, when I became a Christian, why didn't you beam me up, Scotty? Because I got stuff for you to do. I don't need you, but I got stuff. If you're still here, I got stuff. Yes, you're right. It's a huge privilege to come home. I got stuff. These guys are on their way to temple. They're on their way to the high holy days. It's beyond comprehension. It says in, in 1 Corinthians 13, 1, if I could speak in any language in heaven or earth, but didn't love others, I would only be making meaningless noise like a loud gong or a clanging cymbal. It'd be worthless. It'd be worthless. Number three on your outline, the core of what we believe is love. Love for God, which is manifest in, other, in love for others. The opposite of loving God, hating people, any people, any people. If you haven't read the book, Heavenly Man, probably been out 15 to 20 years, true story, about a Chinese pastor, and this Chinese pastor in China uh, was put into prison, and they're trying to get him to deny his faith, and they would torture him every day, and just torture him every day. And then they had a ridge like that where they could look down into a cell, uh, and they would look down into a cell, and he'd come back in, and they'd, they'd be, they were cutting chunks of flesh away from him uh, to torture him, to renounce his faith in Christ, and they'd put him back in the cell, and he'd, he'd dance around a little bit, praising God that he was worthy to suffer like his Lord. It baffled him. And this went on for a long period of time. The warden, and he'd be praying, and he'd be praying for these guys that were torturing him. The warden got sick unto death and called for heavenly man and brought him in, and he prayed over the warden rather than spit on him. The warden got healed, and the warden got him out of China and here to America. Bob, you don't know why I want you to love this person. I just want you to love this person. You may never know why I want you to love this person. But Lord, I don't even like this person. Hello? You don't know why I want you to love this person. Stop. Stop. It's love. Yeah. Matthew 5.43, you have heard the law of Moses says, love your neighbor and hate your enemy. But I say, love your enemies. Pray for those who persecute you. Pray for those who persecute. This is all about me being different, and there's never been a better time to be different. There's never been a better time to be generous. There's never been a better time to love and be nice to the people around you. There's never been a better time to look up at the waitress who's, who's waiting on you and look her in the eye. And I, I didn't remember this, but Trisha, Rosemary took Trisha out to eat. And I, I don't always do this. I, I really don't always do this. It has to be right. Um, and Tricia and Rosemary went out to you, and she said, you know when I first met your husband? And she Googled me uh, two weeks ago, which was hilarious, because she knew some things that I didn't, now she's calling me doctor, and I gotta get her back to Bob. But um, she said, uh, I delivered the meal to your husband and a friend of his uh, for lunch, and, he, and your husband looked up to me and said, I'm getting ready to pray, is there anything I can pray for you? She said, I've never had anybody. And I said, yeah, pray for my 12-year-old. She's not adjusting too well to middle school. And that was it. Can I say that was almost a year ago? And she remembers that? Wow. We're called to be different. They asked Jesus, teacher, which is the most important commandment in the law of Moses? Jesus replied, you must love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, and with all your mind. This is the first and greatest commandment. The second, this is very interesting is equally important. 
is equally important. Love your neighbor as yourself. And then it says all the other commandments all and, and all the demands of the prophets are based on these two commandments. So I'm to love Jesus, but of equal importance, love my neighbor. And they're going to go on to ask just who is my neighbor. In other words, just who do I have to love? And it's so cool because neighbor is a proximity word. Love the people I put in your proximity, your immediate neighborhood today. When they're used to commonality, you know, tribe of Judah. I love people from the tribe of Judah, whatever. No, I'm, I'm, I'm running people by you. And that's when he tells the story of a good Samaritan. The religious leaders walked by. These religious leaders out of control. You have a custom. No, release Barabbas. Yeah. So John 19, 1 then Pilate had Jesus flogged with a lead-tipped whip, but the soldiers made a crown of long, sharp thorns and put it on his head, and they put a royal purple robe on him. Hail, King of the Jews. And they mocked him, and they hit him with their fists. Hear this again. He didn't have to stay for this. He stayed for you, personally. He didn't have to stay for this. He could have been done. And I don't know how the angels were restrained. The angels for thousands upon thousands of in, in forever eternity have been worshiping at his feet. I don't know how they were held back. And I'm convinced when he got up, took off his robe and took off his, his real crown and I says, I'm going, and I'm convinced they all came to attention. Let's do it. 200 million, Revelation says. Let's go. Not this time, but they won't receive you. That's the point. I'm the Passover lamb. I'm the Passover lamb. He didn't have to do this. And they mocked him. And Pilate went outside again and said to the people, I'm going to bring him out to you now, but understand clearly that I find him not guilty. Not, and he's going to come out unrecognizable. You know, what was the movie about Jesus and the uh, uh, Passion of the Christ? Apparently there were multiple versions and the European version, um, much more beaten like he probably was, but they came to realize the American person probably can't handle what Jesus really looked like after all these beatings. Completely unrecognizable. Then Jesus came out in verse 5, wearing the crown of thorns and the purple robe, and Pilate said, here is the man. When they saw him, verse 6, when they saw him, they melted with compassion they, 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 no, they didn't. Religious leaders didn't. When they saw him, the, lead, the leading priests, the leading priests and temple guards began shouting, crucify, crucify, you crucify him, Pilate said, I find him not guilty. And then the, verse 7 replied, by our laws, he ought to die because he called himself the son of God. Then Pilate, when Pilate heard this, he was more frightened than ever and he's frightened with it because two other times they've complained to Rome about his uh, not doing the right things for Rome here. And he knows if they complain to Rome about this, he's in trouble. He took Jesus back into the headquarters again and asked him, where are you from? And Jesus gave no answer. You won't talk to me, Pilate demanded. Don't you realize that I have the power to release you or to crucify you? Then Jesus said, you would have no power over me at all unless it were given to you from above. So the one who brought me to you has the greater sin. And then they're going to go to church. 
and celebrate the Passover, the very thing, the Passover lamb, the blood of the lamb, the very symbol. You have to think one of them backs up and goes, wait a minute, this is what we've been waiting for. This is what we've been celebrating. But they're so obsessed with their hate, with their own opinion, verse 12. Then Pilate tried to release him, but the Jewish leader says, if you release this man, you are not a friend of Caesar. Anyone who declares himself a king is a rebel against Caesar. When they said this, Pilate brought Jesus out to them. Then Pilate sat down on the judgment seat on the platform and called for the stone, called, called the stone pavement in Hebrew. It was now about noon, the day of preparation for the Passover. And Pilate said, here is your king. Here is your king. Here is your king. Away with him, they yelled. Away with him, crucify him. And you can almost hear him saying, and can you do it in a hurry? We have, we, we have responsibilities at church, at the temple. What? Crucify your king, Pilate asked. We have no, listen to them say this. We have no king but Caesar, the leading priest shouted back. We have no, this far out of control. Wow. Wow, number five, hatred is a consuming disease that blinds you of all reason and godly direction. All reason and godly direction. Four, love is what sets the Christian apart from the world, even from the religious church world. Even from the religious church world. Number five, hatred is a consuming disease that blinds you of all reason and godly direction. A consuming disease. Number six, deal with it Deal with hate or it will crush you. It will crush you. It will crush you. Because it's like yeast. It grows and it grows and it grows. I, I think the perverse, disgusting humor is they're getting ready to go and celebrate the Passover lamb. And they're so full of hate. Can you just kill him? crucify him so we can get on with, with doing our religious stuff. Be very careful in your own life. The key here is to love whoever he puts in your path. Be very careful. My wife, I've told this story before, my wife is a classic Asian woman. She grew up in Japan, didn't come back to the States till she was 12, first language is Japanese. Asian women are very academic very academic. She was a 4.0 all through graduate school. And again, I won't share my GPA. And I took twice as long as her, actually, to get through the, anyway. Um, she's very sweet, very sweet, and um, sometimes a little too heady. And she, a couple years ago, was in the public parking lot and backed into a car. A guy was driving, she's backing up, didn't see him, backed into the car. <laughs> it turns out it's a rental and it's the second rental he's gotten into an accident in that week. So he, she calls me, she's in tears, and Publix is, is three miles from my office. And so, um, can you come? And I said, I'm on my way. And I've been, I was in a session, Benetta came in and got me, and I got in the car. And uh, I could hear him screaming at her over the phone. And so I'm heading in, and I pull in the parking lot. And by the time I pull in the parking lot, police are done. Uh, everything's okay, and he is walking her to the car. This is classic Rosemary, making sure she's okay, and then he goes and he stops traffic so she can pull out. And I said, is that the same guy that was yelling and screaming? And she said, yeah, why? I mean, 
it looked like you were dating now or something. And she said, you know, I know you don't get this because sometimes you're quick to pull the trigger. I was just nice to him. And I said, I'm sorry. It's so unheard of in South Florida. We have an opportunity. The ministry of kind. The ministry of loving the people around us. Yeah, number seven. And finally, go through your life and look for the, le the leaven of hate. You will never be all you can be with God until you root out, root out the hate. Don't just clip it. Don't just clip it. Pull it up by the roots. And that's me asking God, asking God and asking, help me, Lord. And I'm going to go to the owner's guide. I'm, I'm going to, I want to be different. I want to be known. Wow. That guy's so kind. And watch God use you for his glory.